now you're growing an agency. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many people you have working at your agency. Uh, we're nine now. Nine. Yeah. Uh, including myself and, and Joe. Right. And, and that's like a totally different world, like running your own agency. It's like you probably go to your office or probably work at home, but you don't yeah. have to worry about is somebody hacking into my phone system, somebody <laughs> taking out the trash in the office, you know, is the security set. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I have to pay the phone bill and I have to go ahead and take out the trash and and all these little things. I'm a small business owner, so I understand it. Mm-hmm. I remember like work going to Google once and like the Google was like, yeah, they do our laundry for us. They give us massages. <laughs> And stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, somebody just hacked into my PBX and made phone calls to China. (laughs) I got to deal with that. He's like, oh, you got to deal with all that stuff. Like, like they're like kind of clueless in that area. Um, But what does it take to like kind of like grow your SEA agency while like running a whole business and doing everything from, you know, taking out the garbage to everything else? You know, um, there's nothing good about COVID, but one one of the benefits of COVID for us was that we actually um, closed our office and. You know, we, we haven't really been back. So if we need to get together, which I think it's only been once or twice since all this craziness happened, we, we'll just get a co-working space. So it's been a nice kind of hybrid. So thankfully, like things like trash and other things aren't, aren't as, uh, <laughs> as um, you know, time consuming for us. But, you know, there are other things like insurance policies that either your clients require or just yes. for your own business. There are um, payroll and payroll taxes and IRS and all that other stuff that you know you kind of think about when you're starting a business, but when you actually get into it, it's it's um, you know a lot more confusing than maybe you would have thought. Um, I think for us, we one of our first initiatives was to you know try to get some mentors who have been through this process, um, and they they were either building their current business or they had built it to a point where they had sold it and you know were trying to figure out what their next thing was. So we got a lot of different perspectives, a lot of really helpful um, kind of direction and tips on, you know, being able to manage things while you're still small. Um, I think one of the best tips that we got was, you know, as we started to hire more and more employees, we had to figure out what do do we do for healthcare and 401ks and all this stuff. Um, And uh, uh, Matt Greitzer, who's another former Rage Fish guy, incredibly helpful in kind of steering us as we were first getting started. But one of his tips was to look at a company called Trinet, which kind of um, aggregates a lot of small businesses together. Maybe you know about them. But, yeah, they call um, me all the time. Yeah. So they, they <laughs> aggregate a bunch of small businesses together and kind of pool all the employees together. So then they go to healthcare companies and say, hey, you know, we have this many employees. So you kind of get the rates of a much larger business, even though you might be smaller. So that's you know, that's one example of ways that we've been able to kind of streamline that process and make it a little less of a headache. Um, but when you're ready to do an exit, there might be some complications with that, I believe, from what I understand. I didn't go that route with the Trinet okay. or those types of aggregators because I think it does, there is some tax consequences to that in terms of the structure of the company, I believe. I'm not okay. exactly fully sure. Um, but in any event, um, you're right. These are the things you got to think about. You got to think about all of this stuff not only that, like employees have personal problems at home, mm-hmm. they become your problems. Like yep. they can't come to work for whatever reason or they need extra money because some type of God forbid medical issue or something like that. It goes, it's on you. Make mm-hmm. you feel like they're part of your family and you got to take care of them. Um, so you're kind of juggling all that and you're trying to grow your SSEO agency, bring in clients, make sure the clients are happy, that they pay their bills, that they promise to pay you, that they don't always pay you. Yep. Um, so it's a whole different world, I guess. Uh, what are the, some of the recommendations you maybe have for people who are starting out? The mentorship is obviously very important. 
Yeah, mentorship is huge. Um, I think the other piece is, um, you know, how do you attract talent as a, you know, as a small company? Um, for us, we, you know, immediately identified that that the benefits piece was one area that we could invest in um, to kind of help us stand out. So we cover healthcare 100%. Um, we're, we have a very lenient uh, vacation, obviously work from home policy. Um, you know, one of our employees uh, lived in Brazil for many years, moved back to the U.S., and in the winters, you know, just the, the cold weather was just not into it, um, and asked if he could go back to Brazil during the winter. Sure, yeah. Um, it's only one hour time difference, actually less than our employees in California. So I think being flexible with those sorts of things, um, being willing to invest in, in benefits um, is another area that we can compete. Um, and then we've kind of... Um, for our interview process, uh, we kind of take a unique approach too. There's, we kind of break it down into a couple of different sections, but there's really only a handful of questions about you know, paid search or about SEO. What we're really trying to understand is, um, you know, based on your experience or based, how, based on how an employee would approach uh, a situation where they have to you know, find an answer themselves, for example, um, you know, are they a good fit for a small company, are they a good fit for working independently where you know, you're not gonna have your boss across the hallway to go and, and ask questions at all times. So, um, you know, that's, that's been a process that's been, uh, I think really beneficial for us. We, we haven't had a ton of turnover. A lot of the folks that we've hired very early on are still with us. Um, so I think that speaks to kind of a little bit of the interview process, but also the you know, the culture that we're trying to build, even right. though we're not in the same office every day. Right. And so if, if you want to borrow that Kahoot quiz for your interviewing process, feel <laughs> yes. free. It's actually a great right. idea. <laughs> um, but I, I totally agree. I, I mean, one of our rules with my, my company, we don't do SEO or we do development. Mm -hmm. So it's basically you have to be here in person and then COVID hit. Um, but still, it's still super important for the culture for them to fit right in the company, even if they're working remotely. Yeah. And the only way to do that as a small business is do you click with that person? Do you feel they understand? Do they care about the customers? Do they care about growing themselves? Um, and I think that applies to any company, really. Um, but it's interesting that you have to worry about because the turnover could hurt a lot more. I shouldn't say that because there are some com big companies that have like one or two, you know, they don't really invest in SEO. If one person leaves, mm -hmm. the whole company kind of gets in a bad position. But turnover stinks. And especially during COVID, it's been hard for large, especially large companies, I think. You hear like... They call it the, the max uh, resignation or yeah, exodus exactly. and stuff like that. And it's affecting, you hear about it mostly with these big firms, these massive, massive firms, people leaving left and right. Um, I mean, you left your company during COVID, right? Yeah, and, I did. Um, but again, I mean, it, this type of stuff happens and it's hard for a small business to manage it, hard for a large business to manage that. And like treating your employees as best as you can, listening yeah. to them, um, giving them that promotion, even for a small company, probably is not even worth it because in my company, it's like, we don't have titles. Everybody, everybody takes on the trash. Everybody is, you know, yeah. well, I take on the trash, you know, that type of stuff. But it's, it's hard. I think the way you, you go about it for, you know, growing your agency and making sure employees stick that's probably the most important thing, making yeah. sure your employees are happy because they, I always say, happy employees make for happy customers and so definitely, forth. So. Definitely. And, you know, for for an agency, um, having that consistent point of contact is incredibly yeah. important. I mean, we have a lot of potential clients that come to us and say, you know, we've just had four or five different account managers in the last six months. Like, we have to, you know, we, 
more, we, we are looking for someone who is going to have some stability, is going to have the same people on the phone, um, you know, regularly, because that's really how you're going to get to know the business um, and be able to provide much more meaningful recommendations and insights just in general conversation. Um, so I think that's a huge value add that, that we bring um, in terms of that kind of solid core group of, of employees that we work with. I think the other thing that kind of set us up well is that we, uh, even before COVID, kind of have a, had a hybrid work model. So we would only go into the office two or three days a week and we'd work from home the other days. So, um, you know, when we got rid of the office and didn't have that expense, we gave, um, uh, I don't know if you call it a bonus or what have you, but like a, a work from home office stipend essentially. And, you know, get a better chair, get a better monitor. Right. Um, so we did our best to kind of set set our employees up for success, knowing that this was probably going to be a little bit longer term, and it's kind of turned into something that, uh, for us, kind of works because we're already sort of set up to do it in terms of work from home. Right. So I think that transition for us at least has been a little bit easier as well. Yeah, for sure. We had this. We were mostly in the office, but everybody was beforehand able and easily like if they need to work home for the kids purposes or whatever they're yeah. able to just quickly work from home so for us making it like it was one day i'm like you know what nobody's coming back to the office it was probably like a month ago uh, two years ago today or something like mm -hmm. that it was something around that and then people were like okay so they got on the vpn they were able to work fully the only difference was they didn't really have their corner or their work area in their house right um you saw people yeah. working from like the kitchen dining room yeah. stuff like that and over time I don't know if people are going to come back. I still have my lease here because I was just renewed my lease like six months the year before, um, which stinks. But I guarantee I'm going to be in the building is going to be like, oh, we can let you out of your lease now. The second I get out of the lease, all the employees are going to want to come back. Right. <laughs> and find a new lease. Um, cool. All right. Let's move on to the next topic because we've been uh, got to make sure we get, get you guys out of here.